All right, this is Trevina Jefferson with the Gift Mission, an initiative of Trips and Operations and HR Consulting. And today I'm here with Seiko Barner of uh, Positive Vibes Credit, Funding, and Investments. So we worked together. Um, I was a lead consultant with uh, Black Brand. And I just kind of had some questions because people know you for a lot of talent. Um, why did you decide to go on this journey for consultation with your business? Wow, because I've been pretty successful with my entertainment firm. You know, at some point we had 20 DJs that worked on us. We had our own bridal wow. show. We had cultural shows. So we were always in the mix. We were always doing things and we impacted a lot of people. We employed people. It was beautiful. But when I decided I wanted to go into consulting, I didn't know where to go. I didn't know where to turn. And I decided to step forward into the darkness, figuring out that I, you know, you could see in the dark at some point, it takes a while. And one of the things that I found was this opportunity for the accelerator. And I was like, wow, this is gonna be the business. So I had to jump into it. All right. Um, so why in particular did you wanna go into consulting? Like, so you've, you named DJing, um, you did some things with wedding. Was that also some event planning in there? Exactly. Okay. Especially events was the, our bubble. You know, <laughs> we did a lot of, you know, we did weddings, we did parties, but we also put on events, conferences, and the bridal show was one of our creme de la creme events because mm -hmm. I got a chance to let my son and my daughter be models. And that was great. That was great. As well as we made a lot of money and had a lot of bookings from it. Um, but I decided to go into the consulting space mm -hmm. because access to capital was always a challenge. And understanding how finances work was always a challenge. Yeah. Even though we overcame them, others haven't. And I wanted to kind of share what I've learned with others so they can overcome the way we overcame. Wow. Um, and your father has something to do with this as well, right? You coming into Father that. had a lot to do with it. You mm -hmm. know, my father is the most influential person in my life. You know, now my parents kind of worked as a team, so mm -hmm. a lot of times when I look back, it was Sam and Ruth, Ruth and Sam. Both of them were doing something, right? Right. But in terms of the person I wanted to be, I didn't want to become my mother, but I did in many ways want to become my father. Mm -hmm. Now my father was a preacher. I didn't want to go that religious route. But I think I found that I had a flock that I needed to shepherd. And that was the business community. Mm -hmm. And so that was my mission. He would say that was my, uh, what term would he would say? Uh, I can't think of it right now, but that was my mission. So I kind of later defined my flock and I had to shepherd my flock and I wanted to be a good shepherd. So I kind of wanted to follow his footsteps. And one of the things that he told me on his, his deathbed was that um, I had to teach the family how to be better with the resources that the Almighty provided us with. He didn't understand how to really handle the financial resources. And so he wasn't the best with it. And he wanted me to be better. Uh, he had the saying, for whatever, backwards never. And uh, he wanted to make sure that the further generations were in a better financial situation than we were. Wow, and that really speaks to me when I think about some of the data you showed us earlier. Um, it seems like that backwards is kind of what's happening in the black community when it comes to property, being able to afford it. Mm -hmm. um, what can you share about that? 
There was some trickery that happened as we were fighting for inclusion in the United States of America. And you know, one of the things that Dr. King talked about a lot, even though people don't talk about it, is he said there's always going to be white black, I mean white backlash to black forward movement. And we always have to take that into consideration. Now King wasn't the only one, you know, Dr. Ben talked about it. Uh, a lot of our conscious thinkers talked about it. And Dr. King is just maybe one of the more famous to talk about it, you know. But we have always had some backlash. You know, so right after the enslavement period was over, there was a black bank that was built, the Freedmen Bank, right? And within three years, they had over a million dollars. Formerly enslaved people had over a million dollars in a bank, right? And because of some government paperwork and red tape, it was all taken. So all the wealth that that particular group developed was snatched away from us. And you can see throughout time, some, since the 1800s, that whenever that you know people of African descent, Indian descent, whatever term you want to use, had big challenge improvement, there's always been some level of backlash. You know, in America, we always say, pull yourself up by your bootstraps. But if I see you getting up too high, I got to pull you down because I don't want you to have the opportunities that I think I should have. And so in our community, we face that over and over and over. So people always talk about Tulsa, Oklahoma, and the Black Wall Street. There were Black Wall Streets all over America. You know, there were 75 that we know of, right? And all of them faced some type of backlash. They were burned down. They were flooded. You know, here in Hampton Roads, um, there were like two riots that pulled all the money out of there. And whenever one of those situations happened, the insurance companies didn't have to pay. The government didn't force the insurances, insurance companies to pay. The money was removed. The property was removed. People went through trauma. So all of those difficult challenges that we kind of overcame have placed us in a situation where we lack in some ways. So it's really interesting. If you look at up into the uh, early 60s, like we can use 1962 as a marking point, a lot of prosperity in our communities. Mm. But soon after that, there's a big decline, particularly in the 70s. And then, you know, we have a lot of academics with drugs in the 80s, and we're kind of starting over. Our community's truly kind of starting over. And so because of that, I believe that business is a foundation to help address some of those ills. Now, it's not a panacea, but it is a foundation. Yeah. I remember um, seeing uh, one of the things that you said was like 75% of, um, say, the Caucasian families are able to have a home, mm -hmm. where comparatively 45% of Black families, and it's similar for the Latino population, the Asian population, um, there is quite, there's quite a gap there. Right. And the interesting thing is that gap didn't happen until around 1962 it starts happening. Mm. Yeah. And I think even more so because you're talking about business. Um, one, one thing that really stood out to me was that only 3% um, of black businesses own their, their commercial property out of right. like, all of it. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, and historically, when I look and say, hey, over 400 years, our properties have been repeatedly taken from us. I can get that, you know. Mm. Now, most of us currently didn't face 
those historic challenges. Mm -hmm. But we are still living through the results of those challenges. Yeah. Right. So when we used to own whole cities, now few of us own commercial real estate. Um, that's something that we can change. Wow. Right. And look, America has changed. You know, I got to give America's flowers. It has changed. So now that things are a little easier and a little more equitable, now we need to do what all the other groups have done. All the other groups are saying, hey, we're coming to America and we're going to do for self. We're coming to America and we're going to do for self. We've said we built America and we want to help everybody. Mm -hmm. And none of these other groups have helped us. We might be brothers, we might go to church together, we might be in relationships together, we may have families together, but in terms of the whole perspective, none of the other immigrant groups that have come here have helped people that we call black. So, All it's right. time for us to do for self. We've been trying to do for America, and America's not done for us. If we look since the 1800s, we've been saying, hey, the judicial system is not treating us correctly, right? We've been saying the court system part of the judicial system, is not treating us correctly. We've been saying, hey, when things happen to us, nobody's coming in, right? Right? We're saying that we're having difficulty with other aspects and no president, Democrat, Republican, Green Party, Whig Party, none of the presidents have addressed it. Not even President Obama, not President Trump, not President Biden, just the last week, they ignored our concerns that have been historic. We have to do for self. We have no friends. But the interesting thing is, when you do for self and you're able to achieve, other achievers will work with you. So let's achieve. I do like um, the experience that Black Brand has created, like this culture of folks really working together um, to pull, you know, pull each other up. So I want to ask you a little bit about, because I know you came in, um, you've done like something with Black Brand in the beginning, some years back, and now we're doing this um, with kind of a different concept in mind. Um, how has Trepson Operation HR helped you on your journey with consulting and this thing to help people build their credit, get the funding, and get investing? Well, I, I tell you, it's been a mindset shift. All right, it's a mindset shift because the idea of Positive Vibes Consulting didn't start off as it is now. You know, it started off, it was, okay, I need to reduce my tax liability to get rid of a tax bill. I can start this business, write off some things, and I can help a few people along the way. And that's what I've done the last two or three years. But when Trepson, you know, particularly with you, when you sat down with me and you said, hey, you have all these things on the table, and you can scale these things. You can help more people. You can actually, you know, create a six-figure income from the things you currently have on the table that you're not necessarily using to the best of its ability. And I was beat up. <laughs> you know, mentally, I was beat up. I was like, hey, you're doing, you, you, you have so much to go with. You got you to gotta do some things. Let's look at this. Let's look at this. Let's become a little more strategic in this area. Right? Let's pair down in this area and let's scale up in this area. You know, let's better define what you're doing. Let's better define your target market. Let's better define how you can help your target market. Let's better define how you present yourself to your target. All of those conversations and the push 
the punches, the kicks, all the things that brought us to a great opportunity for our company to be a six-figure business happened through this accelerator experience and with the lead consultant we had with Trepson. Yeah, I think one of the things um, that that we really try to see, because we, we work with purpose-driven organizations and specifically those that have like overflowing gifts, which you have. They don't always see the gifts that they have, but these are gifts that are able to be widespread in the community and oftentimes across the borders into other states. And so um, that's one of the things that we like to work with organizations that have the ability to spread good far and wide. And so we're really happy we're able to do that, you know, with you. Man, um, ashe, ashe. Amen. I want to ask you one or two more questions. And what what do you think like makes it um, what's special about what you're doing in this program, um, you know, for the community? How do you stand apart from like, you know, on the other companies that might be offering, you know, credit, you know, our funding? What's, what's a little bit special or unique about? What's our USP, our unique selling point, right? <laughs> <laughs> our unique sales position, you know, whatever, however you want to describe it. Um, it's because our USP is based upon all the work that we did with our consulting with Trepson. Our USP is what we're founded on. We're founded on a bad situation with my wife. We're founded on the prayers and wishes of a passing father. We're founded on helping the community. And look, there are a lot of great options out there. So I, I definitely want them to use the options that's best for them. We're best for those who are best for us. And you've allowed us to understand and to determine and even draw a picture. I mean, I could see them, they can walk in the supermarket. And I was like, yeah, that's our customer. You know, we can identify them that easily. We know what supermarket they're going to. You know, they're not going to Farm Fresh, they're going to Harris Teeter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know, they're going to Whole Foods. That's our client, right? And so because of that, we work best with those customers who we're best fitted for. And so our unique selling point, our unique strategy position is that we know our client and we know how to help that client be a better iteration of whatever they want to be. And so that's it. That's it. You know, we're not the cheapest. We won't be, right? We don't help the most people. We won't be. We help the select who are ready to become the select few. And I think it's important too, is like being able to work with folks, you know, you can trust and that have, um, you know, kind of that shared experience. So it's, it's kind of like consulting, you know, from, from a heart, heart aspect. Cause I know how you work in the community. Mm -hmm. Like there's a lot of feeling that goes out. You don't just do consulting, you're working with other organizations, 200 plus men, um, multiple nonprofits in the school system. So there is like a heart and passion behind the person that you are. And that drives the kind of work that you do. That's what I see, mm. you know, here as well. So um, how could folks, um, learn more, um, get in touch with you. Do you have anything coming up? Wow, we have a number of workshops and masterclasses that are coming up. You can always go to our website, positivevibesconsulting.com, positivevibesconsulting.com.
Consulting.com and you'll find the upcoming workshops, the upcoming masterclasses, how we can work with you and be a consultant with your life, with your business, with the direction that you're going. Uh, so, hey, PositiveVibesConsulting.com. I'm Seiko Varner. You can always find me on social media, even though I'm not a fan of social media. <laughs> so, you know, the best thing for somebody to do, you know, my TikTok is not going to really give you the best of me, but my website will. My Instagram is not going to give you the best of me, but the website will. You know, I want to make sure that our team flourishes. And if you come to our website, PositiveVibes.com, that's the best way to link up with us. And we'll make sure that everything goes better. All right. Very hey, hey, hey. Um, I'm so glad we had an opportunity to talk with Seiko Varner of Positive Vibes, um, <clears throat> credit, funding, and... Dun, 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 investments. And uh, something that I think Seiko didn't really talk about that was uh, really important that I got to know over the time uh, working with him is that he's actually able to assist folks um, in getting some of these investments through multiple ways. And some of the, and one of the ways that I thought was pretty interesting is that even when some people have had um, poor credit, like I mean like bad credit, He's been able to do investments. And it's interesting because there's so many different things that come from our background that can cause those. Like perhaps, you know, you were a child in your home and your parents decided to use your credit because you didn't have credit yet or whatnot. And it happened. And so now it's hard for you to access, um, you know, real estate property. Um, there's just so, so many ways he's really... Uh, a really a champion in this, you know, in this field for our community. So I hope you do get an opportunity to um, to see all the things that he does. And please go to that website that he gave you. And thank you so much for joining us with um, our mind and heart in business. Monday lunch is set and we will see you next Monday. Have a good Monday. Bye-bye.